welcome to another edition of Wrestling Makes the World Takes. It's yours truly, CB, alongside the one and only AD. We're back at it again, Caparini, for another edition of the show. Yes. And it's title time once again. I can't believe we're already at it again. I feel like we just did this. Alrighty, It's been a while, though, since we've done it. It's been over a month. It has been, yeah. But a lot has happened, as it always does in the world of professional wrestling. And the lineal heavyweight championship of the world is uh, something that's tough to, to hang on to because mm-hmm. there's so much action, so many superstars out there. Uh, you really got to be active, and you got to have that crowd in the palm of your hands oh, to kind of yeah. retain this The world's this always constantly changing. I think we've never had a consistent ranking once yet. So. I don't think we have, but we'll see if tonight is going to be uh, any different. Maybe. So let's kick things off with your number five, and then I'll talk with mine, and then we'll kind of break it down from there. My number five is our uh, inaugural champion, Bray Wyatt. Um, so, you know... Bray, you know, came out hot when he debuted, kind of cooled off a bit. He's starting to build back up now. You know, he's going to have that pitch black match with uh, L.A. Knight coming up soon. Um, And now there's this, you know, they're really starting to evolve that Uncle Howdy element. So, you know, he's really starting to creep back up into that intrigue level. So, you know, he's someone I have him at five now uh, because of the lull he was kind of in. Um, But, you know, and the lack of in-ring work. So... You know, I think he can someone who can possibly shoot up with that in-ring work and where this whole storyline element goes with the whole uh, Uncle Howdy picture we're in now. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I hope so, because Bray's got all the charisma in the world. We just got to see him in the ring again. Mm-hmm. And if he could string together a couple of wins, they make him look strong, they put him in that title picture, which I think is going to happen. I think post-WrestleMania, I think we're going to see a new era. I think we're going to see Cody Rhodes take the wwe championship and then that's going to open him up as a baby face against a whole new world of heels yep. although they're kind of positioning bray is like you don't know what he is right now i would like to see a title split though still i'm still you know hoping that eventually happens you know and then we can have the two champions again um or you're gonna have to have say cody wins he has to be on every single show he can't be taking as much time as roman takes off for sure I don't think he would. Cody's not that kind of guy. Cody's a I'm here every week kind of guy. Mm-hmm. This is his life, this yep. business. Um, and that's that'll be another show. But I want to I want to hear your thoughts another time on how how do you think they properly split those titles without taking any steam off? Of so it. I know Cody's you know mentioned sometimes about he wants that old classic look of the world championship belt. So either I think at that point they just unify the belts into one, or Cody just says, I just want this belt, like it's not fair, because you know he's the face champion. He might just say it's you know not fair for me to, you know, hold the company hostage with two titles, so I'm gonna give this one up. A classy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Well Cody's supposed if you're to be the weak. class act guy. Well he's supposed to be the class act guy of the company, you know, so I don't know. I don't. Otherwise, I don't know if I buy that. It's like saying I'm the Super Bowl champion, yeah. but you know what? I'm gonna give this AFC championship back to. Yep. Or they just use that time to combine the titles into one again, like they did before. Could uh, I'd like? To, I'd love to see Cody take the title and when they bring back a modernized version, of, like the Winged Eagle yep, belt. That's the one he wants too. That would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That would be really, really cool. And I think a hot seller in the toy catalogs. Oh yeah. Um. But we'll see what they do with that. But in the time being, uh, I definitely think we're going to see Cody make an appearance on this list this spring, by far. If not, the tippy top of the list. What's your your number five? My number five, I'm going to go across the ocean, and I'm going to go to 
the returning and newly rebranded Mercedes Monet. Um, this is all. This isn't. This isn't just about in ring work. It's also about superstar work, and she's been playing the superstar card pretty well. I would say the last few months, making it suspenseful. You don't know where she's going to show up. Is she going to be in Boston? Is she doing a movie? Is she going to pop out on Dynamite? And she kind of had that CM Punk-ish Chicago kind of thing of, am I going to show up in Japan? I don't know. I've heard rumors that I'm there or whatever. And uh, she did. She made a splash. Um, and I would say pretty solid return. We'll see what she does with it from here. But um, I think she rose her stock, at least at this point, uh, for right now. I put her in the top. I put her in the top five. I give her number five. Okay. I think it's. I think it's fair to give her top five. Meh. We'll agree to disagree on that okay. one. And that's fine. Uh, let's hear about number four. Number four uh, for me has been someone who has the uh, jetpack strapped to his back recently, um, and has been you know completely over with the crowd. Has had phenomenal in-ring work recently. So number four for me is Ricky Starks. Um, you know, he's just been on fire recently. You know, he had his defeat over Chris Jericho, um, you know, and the crowd is really behind him right now. He's got a lot of momentum. Um, so that's why I have number four because he has everything going for him right now, and that's what you look for in these rankings is, you know, having everything going for him right now, and he absolutely does. And I'm very curious to see where they go with Ricky Starks for this year because, you know, he started it off so strong. Like, where do they go from here with him? I think he, I think you make him a badass heel. I don't know. He's so over as a face right now. I think you got to ride out this face thing. They've tried the heel route, Ricky Starks, and you know, he wasn't you know had heat or popularity to the level he has right now. So I think you have to ride this face run as much as you can with him as long as the crowd's behind him and then if the crowd starts to fizzle then that's when you would make the turn back yeah i would put him almost like i'm they had him with teen taz which i don't know if it was a good fit but i think it's if you put him more in like an mjf ish style stable you know what you put him with the firm you put him with the firm you have stokely hathaway and a bunch of goons around him and make him the centerpiece of that cocky kind of guy wears a white blazer and sunglasses uh-huh. and he's better than everybody else that kind of cocky attitude well see he already kind of did the cocky attitude thing when he was with team taz you know i think he's past that now and it's he's like you know we always talk about wrestlers needing to evolve and he's evolved into being his own man now um and exploring that part of him and i you know i'm really enjoying it personally the crowd's obviously really enjoying it um, so I would keep him a face for sure by now. Um, you know, maybe you see him as a future TNT champion. Or, you know, if, if he keeps the run-up he's on now, maybe, you know, end of the year, he's the one that takes MJF down. Because, you know, Tony Khan has never been anyone to ignore um, when someone's hot, you know, striking on it. Like, you, for example, we've talked about with the Acclaim, he struck on them when the arm was hot. So, you know, you never know. Ricky Starks, end of the year, could be so piping hot uh, that he's the one that ends up taking him down. Yeah, and I like the idea, and it's always important for a company to establish its own homegrown stars. Mm-hmm. They've done that with MJF. They've done that with the Acclaimed. Um, they do, I mean, yeah. if you want to call the box homegrown stars, mm-hmm. I mean, they've been stars for the last I, decade on the independent scene. And I think to Ricky Starks, he's shown he's the total package. You know, he's great in the ring. 
you know, the crowd loves him, and he's really strong on the mic as well, which is what something you need in the champion. He can deliver in all three of those aspects. He's also likable. Like, he mm-hmm. just, when he comes on TV, he's got the charisma. Mm-hmm. He does that little thing yep. with his hands. He's absolute, and for sure he is. Um, I definitely think I see, maybe not this year a world title, but I definitely see a TNT title, mm-hmm. or at least an All-Atlantic title in his... Uh, I think they need to give him a title for sure this year. I think he gets the TNT title in 2023 at some point. And if he does, I'd like to see him have a long run with it. Yeah. Because, you know, I, the only thing my one complaint recently AW is the TNT title has been flipping around a little. Yeah, a little I'm, I'm a little recently. disappointed with it. I, I thought they were going to reestablish that with Wardlow to be the Gold Beardberg character. Yeah. Put the TNT title on him for, like eight or nine months and just yeah. wreck everybody but well and then, fizzled. and then after it dropped i you know i was enjoying the king of television gimmick with uh samoa joe and i feel like they ended that too quickly as well yeah, it was like a month and a half it's mm-hmm. like yo boss what are you doing like yeah. <laughs> like all right let's you know like try to figure some kind of long-term storytelling with and this. i feel like he's done such a great job with the other titles tony that you know this is the one title he's kind of been like you know he could have done better with. Yeah, the world title, obviously, he's protected really mm-hmm. well. And every kind of movement they made has yep. made sense. The women's title. Women's he's title. protected, you know, except, you know, I think with Jamie Hayter, that was something, you know, kind of going back to the claimed, he saw how much the crowd was behind her versus everyone else and decided it was time to put the, you know, strap it onto her. Um, and, you know, you have the TBS title that Jade's held on to forever. So, really, it's, like, the only one that, you know, kind of has been bouncing around a little bit. I think Jade's the only TBS she is champ. correct. Didn't she yep. win it? It was, like, New Year's of yep. last she's year. She's been, like, a year now. She's the only one. Yep. It's great. It's great. Uh, and that's what it is. Like, if you want to establish prestige, you got to just kind of leave it on somebody for a while. I mean, yep. They've flipped around the TNT titles and the All-Atlantic titles quite a bit. Um, yeah, but when it initially came around, that was a procedure. So you had Cody hold it for a while. You had Brody Lee hold it, had a good run with it. Yep. Darby's first run was a strong one. And then since then, really, it's kind of... Sammy had it, what, three around. times or something? I feel yeah, like. him and Cody had the little flip-flop back and forth with it. Uh, so since then, it's kind of Sammy Guevara, you know, maybe he's just a curse. <laughs> Could be. I don't know. Um, so we'll see. I, I definitely have high hopes for Rookie Starks. I think he needs another signature win or so, uh, or two, to put him up in that upper echelon. But I definitely think this is the year or the building blocks uh, for that. Um, so Let's hear I, your number four. My number four, I have Will Ospreay. I know he's coming off of a loss, but it's almost like associate, losing by association. But mm-hmm. the quality of the match, I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. But I'm, I'm here, it's like two artists painting. Yes. And the quality of the match, I already hear a handful of days into the new year. It's yep. a, The bar is set very high, apparently, for a match of the year. And we're only, you know, a couple few days into the year. So that's saying something, that the bar is already set that high to beat. And I'm really excited because they've. I, I feel like they've set it up that this is not the end. No, definitely not. That they're going to have multiple matches mm-hmm. and multiple any uh, multiple Kenny and Osprey matches will make is better for everybody. Oh, it is. Yep. And I'm hoping the next one is not at three o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday. <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah, that was a uh, that was definitely the upsetting part about it. I would say. 
I, I think New Japan really made a mistake there. I think they had an opportunity to make that an international yeah. event. Well, especially for them, it was like really what Thursday. Yeah, they're virtually. It was Wednesday night into Thursday. Well, they hold it every year on January fourth. I don't know why they have a hard on for that date. Yep. So next year, weekday again. But if they held it on a Saturday and they positioned it at, I don't know, call it noontime their time, it would air like ten p.m. nine or ten p.m. Eastern time. Yep. And you could have a daytime pay per view over there and. In Europe, I don't know what time that is. I'm, I'm not a, up to speed on this, but it, it'll be still primetime U.S. Mm-hmm. to where you could have literally, at some point, the entire world tuning into this. And I think it would have a huge opportunity to really put New Japan on the map with you've got Mercedes Monet debuting. Mm-hmm. You've got an incredible card, top to bottom. And you're capping it off with two of the best workers on the planet of the past decade. Yeah. Going at it for the NG, the IW, IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that it was a missed, a little bit of a missed opportunity. Because it's just standpoint. like a hidden gem kind of right now. It is, but I know they're expanding rapidly into the U.S. and they want to kind of yep. take that next step. I think this was their next step. They well, should. It's a big. T- this shows how big of a deal the U.S. is then because they're having Mercedes Monet's first match in the U.S. Makes sense. Go and sell out some buildings. California, they could do it. And they almost have already, I believe. Mm-hmm. They just had a little sh- uh, seating picture today of what was left, and there was not much left. The whole lower section, I believe, was sold out, and just really the top section was left mainly the, do they, the arena. What building are they going to? Not the SAP Center or whatever. No, I forget. I forget. Where the Sharks play. I Probably for- a no. little bit smaller. Yeah, smaller, a little bit smaller venue, but I forget. Maybe like probably one of the college arenas or something like uh, San Jose State or something. Probably, yeah, yeah. That I'm not sure of. Um, I would love to see Osprey get a big U.S. run. Mm-hmm. Just come, come to eight, bro. Come to AEW for like nine he's months. Still got, he's still got his contract till the end of uh, next year. I think it's 2024. It ends. I know, but if Tony can make a run at him, like make him like he is a star. Just bring well, him. He's here. allowed to pretty much. Break- like you know wrestle wherever he wants and they have that good relationship so i'm sure like he can do a few one-off matches whenever he wants i'm sure but you know as a consolation prize i will take a kenny osprey match on an AEW pay-per-view i will i would love that mm-hmm. i think that i feel like that's probably in the cards that was probably part of the deal uh tony was like all right i'll let kenny go to wrestle kingdom if i think i got a rematch forbidden door i think at, at forbidden door mm-hmm. or double or nothing yeah maybe they do want to double nothing and the trilogy ends at forbidden door i would like that i'd like that very much <laughs> i like that very very much um who do you got for number three well number three is for me the person we just talked about will osprey because you know like i said he just delivered on the match of the year already a couple days in um, you know, even after the match. I think that's what I enjoyed more as well as after the match in his post-match press conference. You know, he did a really great job of showing emotion into it and feeling very defeated. Like, you know, he put his everything into it and still couldn't get the job done. I mean, with his big statement, he's like, you know, about all these sacrifices he's made and, you know, what's like, how many more sacrifices he have to make to get the job done. Um, then he makes a statement how, you know, he's going to give himself one more year to make 
to sacrifices. Otherwise, he needs to find somewhere else to go. Um, so I found that very interesting, you know, and it added a nice emotional aspect to the phenomenal match there already was because it provides you that, like, you know, layer that there's probably going to be more matches um, because we will Osprey, you know, overcoming all these sacrifices had to made to probably eventually beat Kenny to regain the title. I love it. Do you think you could ever see Will Ospreay in WWE? I don't think his style would work. Because, you know, Will Ospreay is always about putting on the best match possible every time he's out there. And with WWE, you know, I feel like a lot of times they have you gear it back. You know, you have a short amount of period of time. But I feel like, you know, Will Ospreay is great at delivering these phenomenal long matches. So I don't think... I don't think it's very fitting place for him, I would say. And he likes to curse. That's true. <laughs> so maybe an AEW would be good for him. Um, or kind of continue what he's doing. I know he had mentioned that, you know, in an interview leading up to the Kenny match that he, he sees himself staying in New Japan uh, past his current contract. So he could be a New Japan lifer, possibly. Could be. I'll take it as long as we get an appearance or two at a couple times a year on us tv yeah absolutely um yeah i could see that because you know once upon a time ricochet was like this like hidden gem on the independent scene Mm -hmm. and like this like puma yeah like this un untalk like this uh amazing like amazing athlete and yep it's like oh my god if you get ricochet in your car it's like a five-star match every time and now he's on TV every week, and it's like almost like, you they know, kind of watered his in-ring skills down a little bit. Like every right. every now and then, you kind of see like the flashes that he had when he was on the Indies, um, like his match with uh, Santos Escobar recently. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of saw the flashes there of it, but you know, you have it. You don't see it as much as you used to. But right. You know, he can still go like when he needs to. Like you know, you think back to his takeover match against Adam Cole. Like, you saw it there as well, like, the amount of skill he had. Right. Although, on the other hand, I thought the same could have been said for AJ Styles when he came in. AJ Styles had that high-flying, very independent style style. Yep. And um, he came in, and he was slotted right away in the main event, and Mm -hmm. it worked. They put him against Roman, literally, at the pay-per-view after Mania, and he ended up winning a title a few months later. Yeah, they definitely put the backpack on him, strapped it right on right away with him, you know. Um, I think with him, though, now the reason why you don't see with AJ as much is just because of his age. I think that's His age, I think he's kind of winding it down. Yeah. I think he said, he even said this is his last contract, and he might kind of... He's good, yeah, then he'll reevaluate everything, you know, maybe with this injury, though, he currently has. We'll see. I, but I also don't think he wants to go out on an injury. I think he's going to recover and have, like, kind of go out on his own terms. Yeah. I think it's and hopefully we see him back in time for Mania. I hope you know, so. Well, well wishes to him. For sure. Well, well wishes to the one and only phenomenal one AJ Styles. Mine, number three, uh, I have Kenny Omega, the, the new IWGP United States heavyweight champion. And still the best bout machine. Best bout machine for sure, and he can even pad this a little bit uh, with a big victory. Well, actually, by the time this airs, he may already be the world trios champion. Um, it's possible. So I have Kenny number three right now. Uh, I think they're on the up and up. He's doing great things on AEW TV with uh, with the Elite and their Best of Seven series. Uh, he just had an incredible match with Will Ospreay at Wrestle Kingdom. 
uh, I feel like Kenny's back finally. Yes. Finally, finally, after a year away, call it a year, rounded up to a year where he's been away from injuries and other shenanigans. Uh, I'm happy to see it back. The wrestling world's better off with Kenny in it. Yeah, I, I completely agree, which is why for me personally, going back to my rankings, you know, because I don't want to, you know, talk about Kenny without talking about mine, because I have Kenny number two in mind. Um, and well-deservedly, mine yes. could have been number two as well. And for but... me, it's because, you know, with Kenny, he's doing it in all aspects of wrestling. He's doing it in the tag atmosphere, and, he's you know, he's now delivering on the singles atmosphere as well, you know, because he's had these great trio series against the Death Triangle, um, where gra- you've gradually noticed Kenny has gradually stepped it up more and more each match. He's getting more and more comfortable. Um, like, for example, in their last match to finish, him doing the one-winged angel, you know, in the crowd, like uh, through a table. Um, you know, so he's doing great uh, trios work. And then the one thing we were missing from Kenny that we need to see is Kenny still go in a big singles match for an extended period of time. And, you know, clear as day, he absolutely delivered um, in an instant classic with Will Ospreay. Uh, you know, I've seen it. I believe it had a you know, 6.25 star rating on a five-star scale. So that's how you know the match absolutely uh, delivered. So, you know. Kenny just knows how to deliver on a big stage, you know, and he's, you know, he's just such a mega star in Japan, um, and you can definitely tell he still is there, um, and he's just doing it in all aspects right now, uh, in all aspects of forms of wrestling. Now, the question is, could you ever see Kenny leave and go to WWE? I think no, because, you know, I know they talked about it before, uh, before AW formed, they had a conversation about them going, but I think just with Kenny, since, you know, they kind of gave him the shaft early in his career, you know, and he's done so well in AEW, you know, he's been such a mega legend in Japan, like, I don't think he needs to go there at all to establish his legacy. Unless he just says, look, I did everything there is to do everywhere else. Yeah. I have conquered New Japan for years. I helped found a company in AEW. I've, I had my run for a year as their world champion and had a great one as that, maybe the best one yet. And now I'm looking for what's next. Yeah, my so only thing go is... Go headline WrestleMania. The only other reason I don't think he goes as well is because him and the Young Bucks are attached to each other, I feel like. And we know how WWE has that history of, you know, not doing well by tag team wrestlers so i don't think the young bucks ever go which then de facto means kenny wouldn't go because i feel like they're a package deal together it could be however with code i've never if you would have asked me in 2019 if i ever could see cody Rhodes going back i'd say absolutely not so i never say never in this business but i like the pick uh my number two i have the tribal chief roman reigns the undis- the uh, undisputed Universal Heavyweight Champion of WWE. Um, I know he's not as active as he used to be, mm-hmm. but I gave him the number two spot uh, simply just because of his aura that kind of surrounds him and the run that he's been on. And uh, I'm expecting, at this point, to have a big spring WrestleMania season out of him, um, whether that's a big match of the Royal Rumble yeah. and or... Um, a gargantuan match blow off at Wrestlemania yeah I, I definitely expect him to go more uh, 
full time in this WrestleMania season, then kind of take a break for a while, come back SummerSlam season, you know, then take another break, come back Survivor Series season. So I, I kind of see him now more being working that uh, like big four uh, pay-per-view cycle where he shows up then around then, maybe occasionally see more of the smaller pay-per-views as well. And I kind of like it because it makes it special. Yeah. It makes it feel special when you see Roman Reigns in the ring. It's like, oh my god. But once he loses the title, you know, you wonder, like, what's the works when he comes back as well? Like, what are the angles he's fighting for? Yeah, it's got to be something special because after having a three-year run with a world title, it's like, what can be better than that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely going to be tough to see. Like, is anything might be viewed as a downgrade where he goes from here now. For sure. And that brings us to the lineal heavyweight championship of the world. Who do you got? I have, once again, retaining for us MJF. You know, I think what saved MJF for us, or at least for me personally, uh, I think for you as well, is you know him having that match with Ricky Starks. I think if he didn't have that match with Ricky Starks, you know, that's what could have knocked him out of contention probably. Um, and then also the feud he's starting to build with Brian Danielson as well is another thing um, that I think has saved him because he was getting into a point where he was hitting that little initial lull um, in his championship reign. But, you know, luckily we're you know, finally grooving into something where he had that great uh, Winters coming match against Ricky Starks, um, which really allowed Ricky Starks to shine and MJF keep his heel heat on him as well. Um, and now he has a nice thing going with Brian Danielson um, that hopefully leads to that pay-per-view match that you know that's speculated now uh, for Revolution. Uh, I'm excited for it. I'll be watching. Um, I can't believe you don't have Roman Reigns in your top five. It's all about the part-time for me. That's what it is. Like, you know, but there's some superstar it's, it's aura. What, it, it, for me, it's all about the uh, what you've done recently. And, you know, recently... He really just has, you know, War Games, which we did a ranking show after that, which I did have men, my rankings at that point. Um, and then, you know, since then, he really hasn't done much besides the tag match last week, which he lost as well. So that that's why I've knocked him recently. It's because I'm all about the what have you done for me recently. And, you know... You're about the steak, the, I'm about the sizzle. Yeah, all, all these other guys that have my rankings, you see a lot more than him. I agree. And I have MJF, Maxwell, Jacob Friedman retaining the Little Heavyweight Championship as well. Um, stellar match against Ricky Stark. Still has great TV time. Still cutting great promos. Um, looks great with the belt around his waist. Uh, feels like a superstar when he comes out. Doing the right things. He's in a big-time feud with Brian Danielson. Uh, that I expect to be a pretty solid, stellar match. Um, I mean, Brian Danielson could have a, a five-star match with a blow-up doll. Uh, so excited to see that theoretically at Revolution if that were to happen. Um, so MJF, congratulations on your uh, retaining victory uh, here of the lineal heavyweight championship of uh, wrestling makes that the world takes. Um, well, we'll see what happens because we've got a couple of big shows coming up, a couple of big pay-per-views yes. in the next few months. And in the WrestleMania season, I, I feel like there's going to be some volatility to this list. Yeah, I think we could have a lot of changes soon, especially with after the Royal Rumble, I could see some changes happening, and then, you know, heading into our uh, Mania and Revolution season, I definitely see some changes happening, you know, especially, you know, 
MJF has a real chance to solidify himself, you know, in our rankings as well with that Iron Man match if it does happen. Um, so, you know, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, where all this goes uh, with this. I'm excited, too. It's the busiest time of the year. We've got the Royal Rumble coming up. We've got Revolution right after that. Uh, we've got a couple of big indie shows, and obviously we've got WrestleMania re- weekend and all of the surrounding events around that weekend. Um, it's the busiest time of the year, and I'm excited. We're right here for it. Uh, we're going to be covering it all right here at Wrestle Makes the World Takes. Uh, so at this time, I think we're out of time, um, but a uh, great episode again, and we will see what happens. I'm excited to see where these rankings shift and who's gunning for that top spot for the belt. Um, but uh, for this time, follow us on Twitter, at Wrestling Makes. Follow us on YouTube uh, if you want to get a glimpse uh, at Wrestling Makes. Um, and um, follow us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, uh, iHeartRadio, you name it. Uh, whatever you like to get your podcasts, we are there. Uh, please hit that subscribe button. Write us a review. We're trying to get the uh, uh, podcast uh, show up in the algorithms a little more. So, um and uh, Big Shout Out is the number four podcast on Podomatic uh, in the wrestling category. So big shout out to us. So cheers for that one. Cheers. And uh, trying to get that up. We're going for that top spot. So look out. We're coming. We're coming for your Dax Harwood. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at this time, we're out of time. So I'm CB. I'm AD. We'll see you next time here on Wrestling Makes the World. Thanks. See you, everybody. See you. Thank you.